0: Hey everyone, it's Rich Big Daddy Salgado, and you know the name of my podcast is Big Daddy and Friends. So, I have one of my dearest friends, longtime friends, 11-year NFL veteran, Super Bowl champion, and so many more other things than that. So, let's say hello and give a big a shout-out to my man, Marvin Washington.
1: Yo, thanks for having me, man.
0: How you doing, man?
1: I'm good, man. Thanks for having me on your initial show. You know, uh, long time friend, uh, almost like family. Mm-hmm. Uh, been on each other then long enough, uh, long, longer than most of uh, probably some of your listeners have been alive.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, we go back to, uh, I think, when did you come in the league? 88? 89. Uh, 89. 89, 89. Yeah, so uh, we met when you were a rookie, and, uh, and you know, obviously we have to thank our man up there and having Bill Hampton for, you know, making that introduction. And uh, it, it's been like – it seems like yesterday we were just, uh, you know, going across the street to the deli to get sandwiches and whatnot in between uh, two-a-days.
1: Uh, time time flies, you know, and if, if people don't know who, who Billy Hampton is, his uh, the Hampton family is one of the things that the Jets uh, could, could be proud of because their father started as equipment man with the Jets back in 64. So he was there. I, I don't think the Titans, but he was there with the Jets. And Joe Namath uh, has a Super Bowl ring. Mm-hmm. and retired from the Jets after 30 something years then his son Billy took over and Billy went w- worked at the NFL and then his son Clay took over and Clay moved up to administration and so they had a 40 year almost damn near 50 year uh, run with, the, with with the Hefton family in in, in, the, in the Jets and that was one of the few things that wow. the Jets could have been proud of throughout you know the 60s 70s 80s and 90s that they were known known by and I'm glad that we were able to connect with uh, Billy Hampton, our man up in heaven, uh, mm-hmm. Billy Hampton Senior, our man up in heaven, and Clay, Clay, Clay Hampton, who's now with the Houston Texans. So, that's how we met, and uh, we've, we've grown from there. You've been with me through thick and thin, and good and bad, and yeah, and, and everything <laughs> is good, bad, and ugly, and everything. Oh,
0: in yeah, it's been uh you know, it's, it, it was a learning process. It was, uh, you know, I, I looked up to you, uh, for a lot of reasons, obviously because of who you were and, and who you are. And, uh, I, I have to tell a few stories that we're going to get some chuckles and laughs because, you know, Hey, you, hey, hey, hey hey keep them PG. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, There'll be PG, but you know what you, uh, a lot of people don't know. And, and you know what, I, I'm not afraid to uh, say this. I'm actually very proud of it. And, and I was always uh, so taken by it, but a lot of people don't realize that, you know, after uh remember I moved away and I lived in Pittsburgh and then uh, I came back and I basically needed a place to live. I needed a car. I needed a lot of things. And, uh, you know, one day I remember I said, man, I would love to uh, – I drove your truck. And I was like, man, I would love to have one like that too. But, you know, I really can't afford one. And to my shocking and surprise – uh, if that's even a word – I was so surprised that uh, Marvin lent me the down payment for my first GMC Yukon that we had gotten from one – uh, Some pony I can want to. And I was like a little kid at Christmas because, wow, I got a new truck like all these guys. And, you know, I roll into practice. And, (laughs) yeah, man, I'm rolling. And here we go. And uh, I was so proud to tell everybody.
1: Nah, Rich, the the whole thing was back then and, and, and the relationship that we had developed. You know a lot of people come around and they take from nfl athletes and they want to be around them because they're nfl athletes and what have you but you're always a giver you're always a good person and by that time you became family you know my my wife knew you at the time my kids knew you you know my sister knew you and what have you and so it was like you were like family and that's what you do for family And that's what you, you know, you help out family when you can. And so that was a small token of appreciation for you just being family, being friends, because one of the things that helped with my maturation of being uh, away from home and being in New York is your introduction because you're like the king of long island <laughs> to the different delis to the different restaurants to the different you know we used to go to the uh, the record store and, and you yeah. CDs and, and what have you and so that was part of my maturation of being you know in long island being a man and, and and learning how to uh uh activate some of the resources that you had that you had had introduced me to so that's what that was about man and uh, I, I, I don't regret it. And, you know, you're still the king of Long Island. I don't know if you, you pay for a meal out on Long Island, but uh, it's, it's, it's it's all good, man. It's all good.
0: Well, you know what? Uh, another story that I, I'm proud to share is, uh, you know, you introduced me to Joe Went, And, uh, you know, Joe, we made all your clothes and mm-hmm. made a lot of clothes for a lot of people. And uh, as some of the viewers or listeners may not know, but, uh, you know, obviously I had to get a job and, uh, I got into the insurance business and, you know, again, I had a beautiful truck and, you know, I lived at home and, uh, then I moved out, but I needed clothes. And I remember you had signed your new contract. You had a big deal and, uh, and I had ordered some clothes from Joe. And I said to Joe, Hey Joe, look, uh, I'm going to pay you off little by little. And uh, another surprise, which uh, a lot of listeners will will be uh, get a kick out of was Joe said to me, hey, you don't owe me a thing. And I said, really? I go, I must have got about, I don't know, five or six suits. And you know how expensive those were and and shirts and ties. And uh, I think Joe threw the ties in, but uh, everything else, Marvin got it for me. So I was like, my God, he's not only (laughs) dressing me, I now have suits that I can look respectable in and also uh, a new truck and uh, off I went. And uh,
1: that's what it is, man. You know, because the whole thing is, is, is this, if you see somebody with potential and that, you know, is on the up and up and they have talent, but they need a head start. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, RIP to my man, Billy Hampton. Uh, you know, he went from the jet equipment room to working at NFL NFL properties back in the day. And he was working in the equipment room every day and he needed suits. And he called me and I was like, Bill, no problem. No, no problem because this is the way of me paying it forward for what you guys did to me. And so I, it, it, you can't put a monetary amount for what you guys did for, did for me as far as, like I said, Making my maturation, making me acclimated, because I was one of the few players on the Jets at the time that stayed in Long Island during the off season.
0: Yeah,
1: and yep, so the Hamptons and you guys were, were family to me. So. that that was no issue. And one of the things that that I remember is going to the restaurants, whatever, but the other things is you went to school at Maryland, you used to bring up the crabs from Maryland. Yeah. (laughs) That that, that we used to eat, and we used to just wait for all the other players to be gone out of there and gone out of there, and then the last guy would leave, and you would unveil the bushel of crabs, man, and that was wonderful, man. And so you're still a friend of mine. Clay Hampton's is still a friend of mine, and that's like... Thirty-one years, yeah. uh, uh, right now, and, and 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 county. And your friendship has outlasted a lot of uh, relationships that I've had, in, in, including my marriage. And we're, we're still cool. My ex-wife, we talked to her today.
0: Yeah, so we we're,
1: we're still cool. But it, it's outlasted a lot of things because one of the things that you cherish as you get older is is friendships, and, and you are true friends. And I and I know that. You have my back no matter what. And that—that—that—that uh, that, 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 that is uh, that's one thing that I cherish.
0: You know, it's funny because you look out, you know, you think about all. I, I think about when we're together, all the things that we've done and I've been fortunate to do. I mean, we've gone to NBA All-Star games. We've gone to hockey games. I mean, we've done, you know, and I've been blessed and fortunate because of your friendship, and also we can never forget the Hamptons. All the things that I was able to do in my, you know, 20s and early 30s because of you and them and, you know, so many others. I mean, listen, when I was in 11th and 12th grade, it was funny Everyone was like, why you you wearing all this green stuff, you know, all this, you know, green turfs and, you know, whatever it was that I got for free. And I'd be like, well, you know, I, I just happen to have great friends over at, uh, you know, over at the Jets. And, uh, you know, you had your Reebok contract and, you know being that you wore a 14 and I was a 14 at the time. <laughs> yeah. I'd, be, I'd go in your locker and be like, oh, those look fresh. I'll take those. And, you know, Hamp would be like, yo, daddy, he's going to get fired up, man, because you only got one pair. Uh, order him another pair, man. It's all right.
1: <laughs> nah, that's that's the way it was, man. Like I yeah. said, it was family. You know what I'm saying? And, and family and friendships that, that endured, you know? And that's one of the things that I'm proud of. And, you know, I didn't have much success Um, team-wise on the Jets as far as win-loss, but I did have success with the friendships that I cultivated, that the friendships that that I made, that uh, moving back in this area uh, six years ago, uh, just reconnecting with people, that's one of the things that I did and I can still call, you know, call you and come out to Long Island and, 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 and call Clay Hampton, Or his his sister Beth that still lives up here. Or brother Bryant that still lives up here. Lives up here. And they can introduce me to restaurants. And if I can say, hey, I need a TV. I need a washer and dryer. Where can I go? They still do that for me. That's the whole thing, man. It's like the wins and the losses. Yeah, it matters when you're playing. But after you finish playing, it's the friendships and the people that you met. That you can cultivate and still talk. Because... You know, as we go into our late thirties and early forties, it becomes business and it becomes, you know, how can I help this person, you know, with this business or who can I introduce them to? And it's still today. You know, you're telling me about, yeah, you gotta I gotta introduce my boy, this, that, and the other. And and it's still today, man. And so that's the thing that I'm most proud of, uh, with my tenure with the Jets, because like I said, team wise it wasn't much much success, win loss, but Uh, the friendships that that I still have after 31 years.
0: And I'll tell you, you know, uh, I, I remember when you left the Jets, I think I was so heartbroken because that was the first time I experienced, you know, someone not being around because you were around for like eight years. Yep. And I was so accustomed to seeing you all the time and, you know, summertime doing whatever and you know, training camp, then going to games during the year and whatnot. Then all of a sudden, you were gone, and I was like, "Wow!" I kind of felt like I don't know what to do with myself.
1: Well, you had a, you you had another connection in another city, and you learned about the NFL. There's there's two types two types of players: those that have been cut and those that will be cut. Yeah, and yeah. So that's that's 90 ninety five percent of the players because rarely. Does uh, one player play with one team and retire? But our, our our guy Strahan is one of those rare players. Yep. But most of the guys switch team from Joe Montana to another friend of ours, Ronnie Lott. You know you got to know Ronnie Lott. His 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 years up there, and that's just part of the game. But uh, I still saw you, Rich. I still saw you in Denver. I still saw you in, uh, when I was playing with San Francisco, and I remember we played Miami down in. Uh, 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 when I was with Denver, I think they beat us. I, we went 14-2 that year, but I think Miami beat us on, on a Monday night. But yeah. you were there, and I saw your Super Bowl. So that's just part of it, man. And, uh, yeah, we, we've we learned a lot about pro football since that, you know, we were innocent back in 89.
0: Yep, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I think one of the uh, roughest moments, or not I, – I shouldn't say toughest, but one of the funnest moments I had was – Here I am. My man is in the AFC championship game, meaning you. But then you're playing the Jets. So it was funny because here I am cheering for you, and I'm actually sitting in on your sideline, you know, and I'm going, man, it looks like the Jets are going to win. But you guys came back. Boom. Then you're off to Miami to play Atlanta. And uh, I think I was the happiest guy in the world uh, when you guys went to the Super Bowl and you got your ring because I know all the things that you went through being a member of the Jets, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, at times not being uh, too successful. But you know what? Listen, there's guys that would give their arm, their left arm, to be in the league for one year, let alone maybe five games. And you did it for eleven years, so that, in itself, speaks volumes. Plus, you know. a ring, you know. And 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 I'll tell you, I remember we uh, we hung out after you won the Super Bowl, <laughs> and I'd never forget. I missed my flight the next day to the Pro Bowl. Because, I
1: barely made mine.
0: <laughs> yeah, we uh, we celebrated a little bit too much, but. Uh, those are times that I'll always never, ever forget and always remember because I was so, like you say, I learned a lot about football and the NFL, you know, moving around and guys moving here. And then, you know, obviously my roommate of Maryland, Neil O'Donnell, going to Pittsburgh. And then Come I remember the
1: – Coming to the Jets.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah. And I remember being on the uh, the Jets. You guys played in Pittsburgh. And I'll never forget, you know, I'm standing there and during pregame and there's, uh, you know, uh, Billy Ham- Hampton had me working, running up and up and down the, uh, the uh, stuff the, with, the, with the, what do you call it? Meeting the guy to get the film. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get <laughs> ways, and I was telling Billy, I'm going Billy. You know, I was out all night last night. I come on last about two trips, and it's gonna be time out. <laughs> <laughs> and on purpose, he gave me a gray Jets t shirt that looked like I had taken a shower in because all the perspiration was <laughs> coming out of me, and I was sucking wind. And uh, obviously, you know, the Steelers won, and that was Neil's first start as a Steeler quarterback wow um in pittsburgh but um
1: that's another great guy that that you introduced me to and we later became teammates with mm-hmm. uh and still friends to this day you know i have warm affection with when it when, when, when it, and, and have the highest regard when i see neil uh when i went to san francisco my last year we played him and he was a starting quarterback with the titans and I, we were trying to get him but <laughs> neil is you know he's one of our guys you know he's he's a good guy he was a solid uh, NFL player, professional player, never got any trouble, never whatever. Went to the Super Bowl. And uh, yeah, he, he's, he's, he's one of our guys and, and just a friend, you yeah. know. And uh, yeah, that was one of our, our, our the, the deals, like I said, the NFL career, it, it's fine and what have you. And, and I was lucky and blessed to have it. But it's the friends that I, that, that, that I cultivated and still friends with. And Neil is one of, one of those guys that, that you connected me to, and he's just a good guy, and I was happy to see him you know leave the Jets and have some success with the Titans. Yeah. And I'm almost ha- happy to see his success now because he's happy. and uh, whenever we see each other at different events, man, your name comes up and uh, he's, just, he's just one of the ties that, that bind us through you, Billy uh, and our connections.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's uh, funny because, you know, obviously I used to say to him, you know, those are my boys over there, man, and, you know, they're coming hard for you. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, remember, Jeff Lagerman got hurt that game. He blew yeah. his knee out. And, I uh,
1: sacked Neil twice that yeah. game.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he remembers, too, because, you know, he said something to me like, man, your boy was all over me. I'm like, I told you he was coming. <laughs> But, it was
1: my job. It was my job.
0: Yeah, but you know what? Look, I'll tell you one thing, and this is something that I'm always, uh, I've am always i cherished. I've been very proud of it, and a lot of people don't realize this, but I'm going to share this. The only guy to ever sack Dan Marino for safety, you're looking at him, Marvin Washington, and you know how I know? Here's the proof. Marvin Washington sacking Dan Marino for a safety. That was uh,
1: uh November or might have been October ninety-two. Yeah, the only I remember in, 90 and Pete Curl was uh the head coach now at Seattle was our defense coordinator, and I can remember the uh the def- the offense. Uh they had four wides, so they were in a dime and one back. And we brought six and no, we brought seven, and they either Dan was going to get it off real quick, or we were going to have a guy free. And the running back to my side picked up the safety coming up the middle, and that left me as a free runner. And uh, I, I get Danny for, for 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 a sack, which you know uh, a Hall of Fame quarterback. But we used to always have good games against Miami. Yeah. But I can really truly say that Dan is uh, one of the cool guys that I played with, played against. And he's another friend, you know. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we, we, you can talk about what he's remembered for against the Jets. I think he's remembered for the for the fake spike, but he definitely remembers that he got sacked by safety by, by, by me.
0: Well, you know, it's so funny. I see Dan every year at the Super Bowl, and, you know, he sees me at Fox doing interviews and, and running around. So, uh, you know, last year we took a picture together and he said to me, he goes, Big Daddy, this is probably like our 200th picture that we've taken together <laughs> from my playing days till now. And and it was funny. Uh, I wasn't planning on taking a picture with him, but everyone was getting pictures and all of a sudden we got roped in together. And you know what? He's such a class guy and – um, you know, I've developed a, a friendship with him, and just like so many other guys, you know, I do business with a lot of guys and I, I do, and some guys I don't do business. But you know what? It's like it's like okay, like Ronnie Lott. When I first met Ronnie, you know, he came to New York. Know, that's our guy, Forty Deuce. That's right. And Ronnie, you know, we clicked, and uh, I, 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 you know, I won't share a story. Uh, that him and I have, but I'll, I'll get him on the podcast and we'll talk about it. But I learned from him in one year how a guy conducts business and how he conducts himself. And, you know, remember I used to set up car deals, you know, like you and uh, – yeah yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Ronnie had two car deals and, it was you know, well, he, he had He should have had three car deals. Listen, he had a Mercedes and he had a Pathfinder. And and I remember how he, when we went to lunch or dinner with both parties, how he handled himself, how he, you know, he uh, reassured everyone that, listen, uh, I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to do this. And I'll tell you one thing, he was a man of his word. And, you know, you get guys that – Say they're going to do one thing and they don't do it or they do something else. But I'll tell you guys like you and him and Mo Lewis, whenever I had an, a, a car situation that was open and available, you guys did what you were supposed to do and went and beyond.
1: You know, it's, it's all about being a professional football player. And you talk about Ronnie Lott. lot. When he came to the Jets, I was one of the first players that uh, took him out and showed him where guys lived. And he even taught me, you know, how to be a professional football player because I, you know, we was at the Jets, but he had been with the 49ers, won four Super Bowls, been in the UFC championship games and what have you. He had been at the highest level in the Pro Bowls and whatever, and he came in and, and showed us another way, a different way, and Ronnie, like, is still friends of ours to this day. We met yeah. him, like, a couple years ago at uh, Grand Havana and, and had some cigars and he's still doing business. Mm-hmm. Ronnie is a solid, solid guy, you know, and when you talk about Mo Lewis, uh that's somebody special that is a special friend of ours that you know we had the car deals together and we actually me you and mo lewis hung out many a days and many a nights probably too many nights but we hung out and, 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 and had some good time but he always comported himself as a professional player and one of the things is is after football you see what guys are doing one of the things that mo you can tell how mo is a good dude is one son went to an Ivy League school and another son went to a service academy with, yeah. with the Navy. And that's how you know Mo is 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 doing all okay. And those are guys that I stay in contact with. Yeah. I have Ronnie I have Ronnie Lott's number in my phone. Uh, because of you, because I, you have everybody's number. Uh, no, yo, what's what <laughs> number? And yo, what's what's and I have Mo Lewis number yeah. in my phone. Yo This number ain't working for Mo. What's Mo's number?
0: Yeah, Mo called me because his sons were going to be in the city. So I sent them to our place, Morgan's, in Brooklyn. Oh, wow. Oh,
1: wow. I'm sure they enjoy
0: it. Yeah, oh, man, Mo was like, he called me. He's like, man, my boys were so happy. And, you know, thank you for, you know, uh, they were taken care of and treated incredibly and. Obviously, we know how great the food is there.
1: Let let, let me me tell everybody about this. Go ahead. Morgan's Barbecue in Brooklyn. They smoke their start smoking their brisket at two a.m. every day, and it's ready. They smoke their ribs. uh, They smoke their chicken wings. They smoke. uh, They have a smoked steak that is outstanding. Uh, they have the mac and cheese. They have about 30, 40 varieties of mac and cheese. Uh, it's outstanding. And I say this as a vegetarian. <laughs> Most of
0: them are eating meat. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, you know, I, that, that, corn, and, that, that, uh, that corn they
1: have. Oh, and the smoked corn and the grilled grill, grill corn. It's, it's, yeah. it's everything. And the big thing is, I'm from Dallas. The smoker is from Houston. So he knows what he's doing. I always say, Morgan's barbecue. <laughs> It's the best barbecue bar none east of the Mississippi. I would put it against anything. I and put it remember, anything. and it's the best by far here, here in, in New York in New York City.
0: Yeah, remember we had it on Fox and Friends that morning, and I'll never forget. We got to tell the story about how before we went on air, uh, Marvin pulled the chef over and said, "Hey, listen, I'm going to see if this is for real or not because you know I'm from Dallas." So if this is no good, we're going to expose you. And I think you scared the chef. But they've been on like three or four times. And Pete Hanks said he's taking brisket to his house. That's uh, how I it.
1: remember, listen, it was so good. I remember that show that we did that all the hosts after the show was like, can I get a sample? Can I get a sample?
0: Exactly. Everybody
1: was coming and coming them. I was like, yo, bro. I'll be over there. I don't want a sample, but I'll be over there. And to tell you what they did, the uh, the following uh, the following uh, Thanksgiving, I was like, yo, can you guys smoke me a turkey? They said, yeah. And I want a half a brisket. And it was outstanding. The smoked turkey was out freaking standing. And the brisket was the brisket.
0: Yep. Uh, shout out to our man, Chef Sanubio over there at Morgan's. Uh,
1: uh, he, he's awesome. He, he's awesome. He, he's awesome. And you know what? I'm a, I'm, I'm a vegan, whatever, but I still might go over there for the potatoes. I still might go over there for the mac and cheese and yeah. just to hang out. So if you guys are ever in, in, in is that Flatbush? No, it's
0: right, the, by the, uh, that's right near the Barclays Center. A
1: block it's right near, uh, yeah, yeah, Brooklyn Heights, whatever. It's right off of Flatbush Avenue. If you guys are ever over there, Morgan's Barbecue. It's, it's outstanding. Outstanding. Uh, another place that you told me about, and, and I know we're winding up, Umberto's, New High Park. Yeah. Pizza, Italian. It's, <laughs> it's outstanding. I've had private parties there. I've eaten there probably a thousand times. I love it. It's family. You can get a family salad. You get an individual. The pizzas are, 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 are outstanding.
0: I mean, you know, obviously we have a lot of history there. I mean, we were going back with them. You know, I'm going back since I'm nine years old. But uh, you know, you were there all those years, and you became friends with Umberto and uh, his family, and. They do have the best pizza around. They
1: introduced me to Broccoli
0: Rock. That's right. Broccoli (laughs) Rock.
1: And I love it. I still eat it to this day. It's it's outstanding. And that's one of the things that you guys, and and I hope that comes out in this this podcast, is Rich's Culinary Experiences. Because from uh, Long Island to New York City, he will take you on quite a ride.
0: Yeah, we uh, – well, you know, obviously that now that I'm pushing away from the table and making uh, healthier selections. Smaller portions. But, smaller yes, portions. I've been watching, and obviously you saw – you see the work that I put in to uh, make sure that I get – You're going to
1: go from big daddy to little daddy.
0: Well, <laughs> you know, with Coach Chitesh, uh monitoring my uh, cardio workouts every morning, it's, uh, it's coming to fruition. But, uh, you know – I mean we could sit here we could talk for about 10 hours that's how much history we have but i have to say i've enjoyed every minute of it we still have more to do you're my man stories to uh make happen and more things uh you know coming down the pipeline and uh i'll always be the first one to say thank you and i love you you know that and are oh, you my brother, you're my, yeah, brother. You're my brother my brother too man because so many things that you started me off. If you think about it, you were one of the founders. You know, you have uh, Bill Walsh has history, Andy Reid has his, or well, Big Daddy has his, and you were definitely uh, one of the guys that was very instrumental in, uh, you know, showing me and educating me uh, the way of the NFL, the inside, inside the locker room way, compared to what people see or read or whatnot. I learned a lot of things from guys like you and obviously like our boy up there in heaven, Billy Hampton, uh, both senior and junior. Yeah. You know, Mr. Hampton was a fatherly figure, and, uh, yep. and and then Billy was a guy that I got another opinion in regards to when I didn't get your opinion, I got his opinion. So it was like it was I good. had a, I had a double. It was
1: good. canceled.
0: Yeah so uh, and obviously I have stories that with him that are you know are, are so funny and, and hilarious and we could sit, like I said, we could talk for hours. but uh, you know listen, I want to say thank you for coming on. You're my first guest and, and I'm so happy and honored that you're it and uh, we'll do this again another time and until then.
1: Hey, tell everybody, uh, goodbye have your cousin on, cousin finder on. Hey, is the test around? Tell him I said hello. Is he around? Yes. Is, 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 is he around? Tell him to come on and get my camera and let me say what's up. Yeah. He's doing a great job being your training yeah. partner. Yeah. And I'm telling you, this guy is, 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 is lost over 60 pounds to, to, because of his training. That's and he's right. lost over 40 pounds and they're working out every morning. They're doing a good job. And these are my people in, in Long Island and I love them. And, we have a good time, and uh, thank you guys for having me on.
0: Absolutely, Marvin. Thank thanks, you, Marvin. thanks for coming on, brother. And uh, all right, so that's our wrap from the first uh, Big Daddy and Friends podcast. And we want to thank Marvin Washington. Also, I want to thank uh, Hitesh Patel for co-producing this because I would not be able to do this. I'm not that smart. Uh, I know how to use a computer, but there's a lot of things that go behind this whole thing. And uh, we'll be back again real soon with our next guest. And uh, until then, Big Daddy, over and out. See you soon. Peace. Peace.